Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for av geeks and non-av geeks alike. We tackle anything related to airlines and sometimes beyond. This week, Dave, we're talking about expiring flight credits. Uh, actually, aren't we talking about credits not expiring? <laughs> this is true. I sat down with Southwest's Senior VP and Chief Marketing Officer Ryan Green uh, to talk about the airline's big changes that it announced this week. Uh, as someone who flies Southwest, I am pleased by this change. Well, you and me both. Uh, and we'll do things a little bit differently this week. Normally, I get to go into a long-winded backstory to set the stage, which I know how much you love, Dave. And uh, this week, though, we'll let Ryan do that. Oh, sweet mercy. Uh, I'm going to regret saying this, but uh, we should probably still do a brief explanation. You don't have to twist my arm. It all started in the 70s. Nope. 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 All right, fine. Uh, basically, this week, Southwest rolled out what it's calling a new hallmark of its offerings. It will no longer have credits expire. Ever. Uh, that was remarkably brief. Great restraint, A+. Thank you. I am to please. Uh, but, you know, let's roll into this interview. Then we can talk about it a little bit more after. Uh, but first, let's thank our sponsor, MedJet. Dave. Like we covered in our last episode, in addition to COVID, travel security has become, shall we say, a bigger concern. Sure, like when a war breaks out or something. Yep, that's a thing that can apparently happen. Uh, but, you know, at least it makes us not think about COVID. Uh, but BA5 now, well, you know, we'll start talking about that one again, too. Yeah, that's very stressful, and I don't want to think about that. And you're not even going to Canada. Nope. Uh, but but everyone is stressed. <laughs> this is why our sponsor MedJet offers such a great product. Whether your top concern while traveling is health or safety, MedJet has air medical transport and travel security memberships to help you if the worst should happen. Well, maybe not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, travel insurance is important, but add a MedJet membership for the ultimate peace of mind. I think of MedJet as the best case scenario for the worst case scenario. Yes, it's a good way to put it. It's like having a get me out of here membership when you really need it. You can learn more and become a member at medjet.com slash cranky flyer. And now, let's talk to Ryan. This is big news that, that you're getting rid of expiration dates on all flight credits. Um, you know, I, I think this is something that people will be excited to see. But of course, from my perspective, I want to know the why behind it and how you got to this decision. So can you talk a little bit about how you decided that this was the right move? Yeah, for absolutely. So let me just um, set the table here and just um, uh, recap what we've done here. So we have eliminated flight credits um, from expiring going forward. Um, and we've also eliminated the expiration date on any valid and unexpired uh, flight credit from the past. So that takes that takes us back, you know, original bookings back from the end of July last year. But because we had been rolling the uh, expiration date of the funds that were created at the outset of the pandemic uh, in the spring and summer of 2020, those were set to expire in September. And since they since those funds were valid as well, so we've eliminated the expiration date on all of those, you know, kind of early COVID day funds as well. So we think this is a really, really big deal. It's certainly an industry first. You know this, that 
we're the only airline that um, is doing this. And we just think that it fits who we are. Um, it's kind of in our DNA to be the most flexible, um, convenient, easy to do business with airline. And it just fits with our bags fly free policy, our no change, no cancel policy. Um, the fact that rapid reward points don't expire and now flight credits don't expire. We just think that that's a really, really powerful package um, that customers are going to love. Um, to your question on how we got here, um, you know, flexibility has always been part of who we are and it's in our DNA. Um, but flexibility has become more important to consumers over the last two years, just in general, in, in, you know, their, their lives in general, you see that show up in, um, employees expecting more flexibility from their employers and how and where they work. There's more flexibility and convenience that have been added in and retail and in the dining space. And certainly in travel, people are just thinking more about the possibility of their plans changing. Um, and if we're the best at flexibility and it's in our DNA and it's now even more important to customers, we just thought it was important to double down on that um, and now remove any sort of friction and any sort of concern a customer may have about making a booking um, in the event that their plans uh, changed in the future. So it's just about being the best at, at something that we've always historically been. It's been a hallmark of our brand. So this, I mean, from a marketing perspective, I get that completely. Um, it, it certainly fits with what you've tried to do in the past. It gives you another powerful message, especially as other airlines are uh, you know, removing change fees, this kind of strengthens your flexible offering. But there are still people in the company that I'm sure are breaking out the spreadsheets that have to make this pencil, right? Um, and so, you know, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, I don't know how much you can share, but, you know, how many credits, what percentage of credits expired previously that, that went unused and, and things like that? Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, clearly, this this isn't a decision that you make overnight, um, and this isn't um, something that isn't heavily scrutinized um, from from a financial perspective. You know, we we have to obviously we have to um, manage our business and manage um, uh, you know the recovery out of the pandemic, um, and so all of those things um, we spent a. a a, a lot of time on. I spent uh, quite a bit of time with Tammy Romo, our CFO, on this, um, and uh, you know, o over a period of time here. But everybody, um, one thing that's great about the leadership team at Southwest Airlines is that everybody uh, knows that what is what makes Southwest Airlines successful is that we have a highly loyal customer base um, that. Uh, is about repeat business and repeat purchases. And while this may cost us some money here in the short term, uh, and we've outlined that in our financial release earlier today, there's a short term cost here, but we think it will be more than um, uh, overcome by increased um, customer loyalty and brand loyalty in the future. Now, I, I didn't get through the entire uh, financial release this morning. I was looking... Uh, more at, at this particular release, but does it have specifics in there about what, um, 
you know what what breakage looked like before or any of those types of numbers uh it's specific in that the poli this policy changed to eliminate expiration dates um and, and really in particular those that were set to expire on september 7th so the the covid um the early you know covid funds it's going to result in a shift in timing of revenue revenue recognition uh and there's a negative impact to third quarter breakage in the range of 250 to 300 million dollars but then going forward, uh, it's expected to have an immaterial impact on results. Okay. From a technological perspective, um, I know this is something that gave legacy carriers fits and starts through the pandemic when they were trying to extend um, you know, their expiration dates. And it was not something that was easy to do, especially with GDSs. And you participate in GDSs now as well. So... Uh, you know, is this something that required a significant technological shift here or are you set up differently? It's probably a little bit easier for us than others. Yes, we participate in the GDSs. A smaller share of our business obviously comes through the GDSs. We're working to increase that. But the way in which all of this is going to roll out is that earlier this week, we stopped um, automatically expiring valid flight credits kind of on their normal schedule. This morning, we began updating um, current expiration dates, uh, kind of those funds that had an expiration date. We extended the expiration date out to 2040. That's a temporary change. It's just to make it clear to customers that, hey, um, we're kind of pardon our dust here. We're in the middle of some te technology changes, but we're going to push this out to the point where you don't have to worry about it. And then later this year, we're going to go back and remove that temporary expiration date from kind of all the back office um, and, and reservation systems as well. Um, you'll see online as customers um, kind of look in their account um, uh, on the mobile device or on desktop, we've got kind of intercepts there that make the customer aware kind of, hey, uh, excuse, pardon our dust. We're working on this. You may see an expiration date, but we're working to eliminate them. Don't worry. You don't have to do anything. Um, and then there were some things, there are some unique things that we have to do with um, tickets that are in the GDSs, et cetera, but um, we're taking care of it all behind the scenes, um, regardless of the channel that customers book in, uh, their flight credits will no longer expire. Okay, so any of those, and does this extend to things like love vouchers as well, or is this really just flight credits? It's just flight credits that result from a change in, um, travel, either flight cancellation or a downgrade. Um, it, it's just flight credits. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is, is there a, I know there looks like there's a microsite you guys have that you're trying to you know, talk about this more. Is this part of a new big marketing push? Is, is this going to be the cornerstone of something you guys are working on going forward now? Well, absolutely. I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a, a new hallmark uh, of our brand. We'll be marketing it um, heavily uh, here, you know, in the coming weeks and, and throughout the fall. Um, we do have uh, a microsite where we've got some of the information housed. And really, this is about the transformation that's underway from a customer experience perspective. A couple months, you know, we rolled out two billion, more than $2 billion worth of enhancements in, in customer experience improvements. And we said at the time that that wasn't going to be it, that we weren't done. Um, and so this is, uh, kind of another feature along those same lines. Um, 
And we just think we're putting together um, here a, a package of benefits and a customer experience that um, is going to be unmatched in the industry and that the customers will love. Is there more coming or is this uh, the, the full list of what people can look for as the core Southwest experience right now? Yeah, we don't have any other major announcements happening, but we're in the, you know, just, you know, kind of as part of um, our regular course of business here, we're making, we're continuing to add uh, more digital enhancements that make uh, the travel experience easier, allows customers to self-serve um, more often. They don't have to call us or, or wait in line. We want to eliminate as much of that um, waiting as possible. And so those enhancements will continue to roll out. Um, we got a couple of we got a couple new things here uh, in the in the coming weeks that are fairly significant uh, on the digital front. Um, we'll make we'll continue to make airport improvements um, along the way. We're doing some testing. We just wrapped up some testing at Love Field um, with our lobby layout. Um, so we'll, can, we'll we're going to keep after it, um, but we don't have any other. This is a this is a big one. Yeah, um, we don't have uh, any other major announcements like this uh, kind of here in the in the near horizon, um, but we'll, we're not done making customer experience improvements. So there was definitely a fair bit of marketing speak in there. Yes, yes, there was. I mean, he is the chief marketing officer, uh, but at least it's clear what is happening. I guess the, the why, uh, well, that's, that's a little tougher to wrap our arms around, I guess. But uh, I do agree it makes a really strong addition to the airline's flexible offerings. And um, they probably needed it just because other airlines are getting rid of change fees. So they don't have that same uh, leap ahead of the others they used to have. So, you know, mm -hmm. this is helpful. <laughs> uh, that definitely makes it more appealing uh, because the other airlines usually expire one year from when the ticket is issued, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there have been lengthy extensions during COVID, so you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we did see some permanent shifts down the line, but Southwest is the first one to go, so it, it gets the biggest benefit here. Uh, and it sounds like they need that to offset the cost of people being able to use their credits forever instead of expiring, which used to let Southwest keep all the money. Yeah, that's the part that was fuzzy to me. That, that's, <laughs> that's where I wanted to get more information. I mean, Ryan did note how Southwest is taking a charge due to all of the outstanding credits they have right now that would have expired but won't. Um, but yeah, he kept dodging that question about the uh, the actual breakage. You know, how, how many <laughs> of those credits go unused and, and what will that do? But there's definitely a real number here. Someone's done the work. Southwest says it's immaterial going forward, so I guess it's not that much, or at least they don't think it will be. Yeah, I don't let any credits go unused. I'm flying. Uh, <laughs> I guess in the end, I really don't care since I'm a traveler and not a shareholder. Uh, I love this policy. I wish everybody would do it. Yeah, maybe they will. Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. And thank you to MedJet for sponsoring. If you'd like to be a sponsor of Cranky Talk, let us know. Email us at advertiseacrankyflyer.com and please, please, please remember... Leave us a five-star rating. This helps others find our podcast. We need these five stars, please. You're sounding desperate, Dave. Don't you want to be <laughs> cooler about this? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm done being cool if I've ever been cool. Uh, we need those five stars, people. Let's go. Where's the, where's the Cranky Talk army? <laughs> My Cranky Talk army. Oh, 
I'm going to just leave that there. If you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, tell us. This isn't hard. Email us at info at crankyconcierge.com. And remember, you can subscribe to the new Cranky Network Basics to get a detailed look at what airline schedule changes are rolling out each week. It starts at just $25 a month. Go to crankynetworkweekly.com slash CNB for more information.